0: You are listening to Cairo Social Tech Raw with Nicole Cowley and Tristan Schaub. This podcast delivers this duo's combined experience and continued passion for social media and online marketing tools. Use this weekly content to take your business to the next level and grow at exponential rates. Let's dive into the Facebook Live Replay podcast. Here is your host from the Cairo Social Tech studios, Nicole Cowley. Hello, everyone. It is snowing, obviously, as you can see here in the Cairo Social Tech studios. Welcome to today's edition of Cairo Social Tech Raw. I'm your host, Nicole Cowley, and I have with me Tristan Schaub. How are you doing, Tristan?
1: I'm fired up. I'm in Spartanburg, the Mecca, the new fountainhead of chiropractic. Having some fun uh, working with uh, Sherman College and implementing some social media strategies into their curriculum. So this is going to be a huge thing. And shout out to Dr. Brian Dooley for having the insight and the, um, uh, I would say the the the, the gumption. I was going to say something else, but uh, <laughs> you know, having the uh, having the awareness to do this because it's going to be one of the things that's going to be really really smart. Uh, Maybe overload for some students, but getting them on the right path when they're ready to graduate. So I'm excited about that.
0: Very awesome. I think that is very cool. Um, you all have heard me rave about Sherman in the past. It was the very first event that I ever attended. So their Lyceum is the first weekend in May and they just roll the red carpet out. You know, Sherman, I think they're probably, you know, the smallest chiropractic school or one of the smallest chiropractic schools. But that is great in so many ways because you get so much attention and they really do focus on the details. And that's what really, you know, makes the difference in so many ways.
1: Yeah, so it's um, it's just an amazing, uh, it's an amazing school filled with, uh, some of the most dedicated people when it comes to the principles. and so uh, i'm I'm excited to be uh, working closer with them.
0: No, it's awesome. And so I will share with all of you um one of the things I, got to be a part of at one point. Um, Where was this at? I I, I want to say it was at mile high. Don't quote me, but at a luncheon where Dr. Edwin Cordero was speaking, and one of the things that he really talked about, and this is something you hear across the board from students, and this is not just in chiropractic. Um, When you go to college, you're learning your trade, your technique, what have you, not necessarily how to run and operate a business. And, you know, one thing, the old school mentality and, you know, what I would go to say is, well, when I went to school, I went to school for financial planning and we learned how to manage plans, not the sales aspect, which is what it really is. But, you, you know, in today's age, with the way business has become and how much goes into it, and how many tools there are, and how many things you need to know, and how much red tape there is. And I think it is so important that schools do start to offer more of those resources. And during his luncheon, Dr. Cordero, that's exactly what he spoke to, and exactly what they want to offer Sherman students. Um, it, absolutely not that it's a business school, but that they give them some more of those opportunities to get some of that information, so they can get out and be successful with the, what they're learning. So th- I loved it. You know, obviously they're great. Um, I love hanging out with them, but I, that specific luncheon is always stuck with me. So that's awesome. And then you all know I'm speaking there this year, so come hear me speak at Sherman Lyceum this year. We're going to be talking about social media. So there's that again. They're having Tristan and myself. So of course they're a very smart school, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: So, hey, awesome. So it's probably not snowing there. I'm sure it's gorgeous in Spartanburg.
1: Oh, it's cold. It's a little cold. I think we're, we're supposed to get some snow for Christmas. So I'm excited about that. And uh, heading down to Florida to hang out with some DE peeps and uh, and uh, get some sun in and uh, maybe hopefully hook up with uh, Dilly Dilly, uh, who might be in Miami. I don't know if we'll be crashing his uh, anniversary party, but Um, I'm, it's, it's, you know, we got so much stuff coming up in 2018. Obviously you're going to be speaking at Lyceum. I'm going to be at Lyceum and we have Mile High and we have obviously Kaira Sushi Summit.
0: Kaira Um, Sushi. I am so excited for, oh my goodness. You are like pulling out all the strings this year. I don't know if you guys are following, but that's not the full list. You still have people to announce, right?
1: Oh yeah. That was just, that's a fraction of. Of individuals, and so you know, we announced Brian Tracy, who's going to be doing eleven. He's going to be on a Friday morning into lunchtime, okay. and he's then going to stay after for lunch for an hour and do a special Q and A for uh, some of our tribes, uh, including Samurai, awesome. um, Black Diamond Club, Men of Iron, the Women's Chiropractic Group. So we're we're, we're we're doing some really cool stuff and we'll be doing some fundraising for Sherman and maybe life West. We're going to figure that out. Um, but uh, yeah, sushi's going to be huge. And then Ryan's Ryan bones is going to be speaking at focus and he's going to be speaking at uh, mile high. So that's really cool. And we're, we're excited about that. So it's a big year for us on our side, but I think this is a big year for chiropractic. It's going to be huge.
0: No, exactly. I cannot wait. So Let's dive in. As far as it being, so this is, uh, we do plan to go live next week. So this is the second to last show of the year. And definitely want to stick to the theme and kind of do some end of the year wrap up things. Um, Some things that I've been doing in my business, I'm sure you've been doing your business is just kind of finalizing all your books, all your numbers. One of those things I'm doing is going through and kind of doing reviews of all of our stuff and I was so excited when I opened up the podcast number. So something that I don't do, uh, specifically for this podcast I didn't do is check the numbers consistently and regularly. Yes, we see you know, the views on Facebook Live, who knows what those actually mean, but I didn't wanna be deteriorated because you really have to like focus in and give your all to something and give it a chance to work. And we had in November, Um, Over 1900 podcast downloads. Like how amazing is that? That's awesome. So I was editing this podcast um, to put up (laughs) as I was listening to this and you know, it was that one where, you know, you're like, you know, we're really, and we are, but you're like, you know, we're still small beings when it comes to some of the numbers that some of these names are pulling in as far as audiences. And then I looked at our subscriber numbers for October, November, and then December. At this point, was only like December fifteenth or something. So definitely early on in the month, I had only submitted one or two podcasts, and we were already at fifteen hundred. I was like, "This is fabulous!" So huge thank you and shout out to everybody that's watching us both on Facebook Live, on the replay, and on the podcast. Um, it put it now when you do look at those numbers, though, it's really good because it like. Relights that fire under you not that it was dying by any means you know us we we get fired up and can talk all day about this kind of stuff but i'm really excited to bring some new things to 2018 and to you know um just make sure that this podcast this live show continues to be valuable to everyone
1: yeah yeah and, and uh you know i think we're gonna dive deeper into certain topics and go either more granular certain times and and go easier and you know we have so many different audience types nicole it's, it's interesting because we have people out there that are looking to just get into this kind of stuff there's people that are more advanced and so um you know the the best way is to help us to help you is to say hey what are you looking for uh help with so if you're on live right now and you have some questions uh, put some questions in there for us so that we can uh, either answer that today or answer it for you down the road. Um, let us know that you're active. Share this around with your community. I guess we're going to be talking about that at, at actual what I'm asking people to share <laughs> that around uh, today. So uh, I know Nicole's got that on her game plan and agenda, but let yeah, us know. What th-
0: Who do we have on? Um, the comments are hidden now, so I had to, I didn't even see them down here. But This is great. Dr. Barbara Eaton. Hello Dr. Barbie, Merry Christmas, and uh Jennifer Trent, Jim Chester. Hello everybody, Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Hey guys. I don't know if you guys get in be live. Uh so Facebook Live, we talked about that last week. Be Live is a tool that we use and they're always updating, which is actually really cool. But that's like a quick little tech tip I'm just going to kind of throw in here while I'm thinking of it and seeing it is Always just kind of play around with the little features and the things that you see that are new. So what's new that's cool is that we can actually see now a reactions and a comments counter and be live. But then, you know, the comments are kind of hidden underneath. But um, that's so cool now that I found them, I know where they are. <laughs> Dr. John D. Ambrosio, hello, Merry Christmas. So uh Hey, you're not frozen, are you? No, you're not. Mm-mm. So the news, you haven't heard this um, about the comment baiting link, uh, not link baiting, comment baiting. Well, I, I,
1: said I remember seeing Matt Luke post something about it and yeah. uh, I, I kind of disagreed with what he was saying, actually. I, I don't think it's a big deal, but okay. let's do it. I was
0: gonna say, I didn't see what he posted. So I don't think it's a big deal either, but let me just, you share first. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. Cause I've talked about it till I was blue in the face in a couple of webinars.
1: Okay. Um so uh the thing is is that Facebook is trying to clean up uh with content and uh what they call comment baiting or share baiting. So if you post a uh, if you post a, a a picture or you post a link and you put please share this organically um, it's going to uh, be kind of more buried away, so their algorithm is going to pick up on. Please share this. Please like this. Anything that is in 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 getting the consumers out there to spark engagement. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll call it engagement baiting, if you will. So the plan is is that uh, they want to bury that content because they want really fresh, organic content that's good to be shared on its own. So. Um, I think they're actually correct with this. And if you want to go put money into ads and get more shares and utilize that platform, that's where that would go. I, I think that if you're looking for engagement, use their, their ad platform. But if you're looking for organic engagement and not trying to pay money, I, I think that they're right to, to bury that content
0: yeah so that's kind of exactly the way that i thought about it as well we're dead on there um so here's the, what i term it. i'm trying to find a good acronym but acronym for it but basically you know google we saw them do all this and now what's a whole thing called seo right so they went through and they everybody tried to like stuff their website with keywords so then google went and tried to figure that out I see that now on social media, Instagram went and banned some hashtags. So right, everybody just started stuffing posts with hashtags, the same as we used to stuff websites with keywords. Same thing with you know clickbait and linkbait. Now people are just trying to okay, well engagement, will push our um, you know posts. So we're just going to try to get engagement. And so things they were really highlighting though when you read into Facebook was. Things that were were kind of spammy or fishy. I'm interested to see because obviously it's bots that are filtering this out. So they say that if you're running a contest for and you say you know like or comment to enter the contest, they're saying that's fine. That's not going to be demoted. But things like um, you know the polls that last forever and you know leave a like for this, react for this. Those types of things are going to be demoted. So I'm just curious. You know that is interesting to see how smart their bots and how specific they can kind of get with their algorithms But like i want to make a social media seo term because that's what we're starting to get into is um you know people trying to trick the algorithm when they're really ultimately at the end of the day isn't any trick or hack because they're going to come back and try to put a block to it so it's really about like he just said you know creating right. that engaging content
1: Let's be let's, – uh, how about this, uh, especially in, in chiropractic, and I'm guilty of it. Um, what about the tag? Isn't the tag kind of like um, unsolicited, like, butt taps, you know what I mean, like tagging yeah. people and stuff? And, you know, that's kind of really trying to, to game the system is you want to make sure – now, there's pros and cons to it, and there's intent, and obviously we get why people do it. Uh, Billy DeMoss uh, is one of the uh, resident – uh taggers um and he wants information to get out there uh jim chester's a tagger i'm a tagger at times what should be tagging etiquette what do you think tagging etiquette should be
0: well i think it's different when you're doing it from a marketing standpoint but like for a chiropractic clinics business page they want to tag somebody that's actually in the post like tag another business or tag their employees, they're obviously not just going to go and tag a bunch of patients. I think that would totally violate HIPAA compliancy as well. Um, but my particular viewpoint on that, like, I haven't seen it to be a big benefit beyond the people that you tag. So like when I tag people in things, it's because I want them to see it. Like it's something I really want to make sure that they see like, or that they're a part of. So I've seen a lot where people will tag like 49 people and they have like 10 likes on it, you know, total, like over the period of time. Like, I don't think that did what you wanted it to do. So I think it's about being authentic. If you're a tagger, then you're a tagger. That's totally cool. And people are going to be okay with it. But, um, you know, I don't think chiropractic businesses are going around tagging 50 people right in their stuff. So,
1: would, would someone just say, Alex, I don't know, Alex Campbell, what did he say?
0: Oh, there it is. Alex uh, Wilson said, tagging is a no-no. Could get your poster page demoted in the feed. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I don't think it does much. I don't see it like getting to all those other audiences of the people that they tag in it. So if that's your goal, I don't think it's gonna do that. I tag people because I want that specific person to actually like see that post.
1: Yeah, well, here, here. I, I was trying to come up with like a rule of thumb, and I think that like big, big announcements is. Uh, and I'm, I'm, staying somewhere else right now, so I'm not used to. I'm trying We're to get a tour. Yeah, tour to Sherman. Tour. No, I'm not at Sherman, but. Uh, so I, uh, and I have to plug in. So I, I think that big, big, big announcements, like uh, announcing Brian Tracy's going to be at Cairo Sushi Summit would be kind of, it's something like worthwhile. But I think tagging like every week on a post is, is, is just, it's over, it's overdoing it. And it makes me want to be like, cause then I got to go to go add the timeline. And do I really want this on my timeline? Because I think it does have an effect. I'll argue on the other side. I think it's, it's, it's cross promotional. And if it goes on your timeline, It's going to show up in some other people's feeds, especially when comments start coming in, right? Right. So there is a big advantage to doing it. I just think it's being overdone, and I think it's got to be, like, huge announcements and very, very, very sporadic, like, you know, once every quarter uh, if you're running a certain type of business. That's my
0: tip. All right, everyone. So I really hope you are loving the information that we are providing you here in this Cairo Social Tech Raw podcast show. This is the audio that we stripped from a Facebook live event that we do every week. And the guest spots are something that we do live on Facebook as well. So we highly encourage you to check us out across the social media platforms. This is our weekly show, but we provide a lot more detail, a lot more information out there. because. Our goal is to really grow chiropractic through this new media. So if you search Chiro Sushi or Cairo Social Tech on your favorite social media platform, you can find us there, send us a message, and we look forward to hearing from you. Enjoy the rest of the show well in my whole take on everything and all of this matters i've actually taken a step back so i think a year ago the big thing was like post to facebook three to five times a day get your morning noon and night audiences and go here and now it's more about really post when you have good stuff to post now obviously not once a week you need to post more than that but it doesn't necessarily even have to be every single day. Let me tell you, on my Cairo Social Tech Facebook page, there's been a couple of days this year that I have not posted. The world did not end there is a break even point. And this is an interesting context. This is what I've been thinking about, you know, just like if you're in a, let's say, you know, large corporation, they have a break even point that they're trying to figure out. Right. And so in social media, that, there's that break even point of where you're relevant and engaging, and then they go over the hill and you're just like drowned out. So once somebody posts like over posts or posts too much or tags me in too much, I just, like I add a timeline, but I maybe don't even see what it is. Does that, you know, so you can really start to just um, make your content lost in the waters. You're almost building the hurricane yourself and people don't know which direction to look, so they don't look at any of it. So there's that concept too. And so posting, you know, every single day is a great strategy, um, but it's really not about how much you post—it's about consistency and really focusing on the quality of that information that you're putting out there. And when somebody does go, because people will go to your feed and they do look like they will scroll your page, they're gonna see all of that stuff. So I would really like—I've been doing some reviews the last couple of weeks and it's been great. And I would go back and take a look at your page. I'm curious—you know—when's the last time you've done it and just kind of scroll um, through your page a couple of times to see what comes up in the top five to 10 posts, because that's what people are going to learn about you. And here's what, what do you think? Like, do you have any idea on what I'm going to say on what I found, um, predominantly across all my reviews?
1: No, I'm curious.
0: I didn't learn a lot about the clinics. Like there was awesome memes, right? But, um, you know, uh, no branding, no, uh, nothing, and not for all of them across the board, but the majority that I saw was just nothing that was local or specific to that clinic or specific to that doctor or anything. It was just, you know, a meme that had been they, shared from someone else.
1: What was, what was the percentage of people with um, pin posts?
0: Uh, that was low as well so there was only a couple and the couple that were doing it were doing it well there was another doctor i talked to his pin post was from october and it was old it was an old october contest but he got so much engagement on it he really did he had like 200 shares 500 comments and i'm like that's actually really cool but it's really outdated information now like the contest isn't going on it's over i don't know i would update it and change it
1: yeah, you know, I was talking to my buddy, uh, Andy uh, Christonia, he's a, he's a co-founder of uh, Orbit Media Studios, and um, he was talking, we were talking about, you know, it's not about, ha- like, even with blogging and stuff like that, you know, and, and I've kind of taken a step back and going, okay, do I want to just keep pumping out content, or do I want to make really, really great content? So, you know, he was saying, you don't need a thousand articles, but maybe you need really a hundred great articles, and with that, you can go back and update your older articles mm-hmm. uh, and do a rewrite and repurpose those posts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do the same thing with videos and repurpose those videos. So you don't need to constantly be creating uh, content just to make noise, but be focused on making really, really great content that can be reusable uh, throughout. You know your your campaigns, whether it's you know a year marketing campaign or it's a quarterly campaign
0: absolutely and this was on the buffer podcast Um, just recently they were going through the top 10 posts of the year and one of them was one of their posts that they redid they reused and the first time they did it it got a decent engagement they're pretty big platform so they get decent engagement but the second time that they did it it went viral so it goes to show too that like sometimes it's just the timing the right person shares it you know what I mean? The right person makes that first comment, which flows all the rest of the comments. So, and I've said this too in a lot of talks that I've done. Just because nobody likes their comments doesn't mean the content wasn't good. It means you might just need to like tweak something or share it at a different time. So that's huge. I think what you just touched on is to go back to what you've already created and make well, it better, yeah. tweak it.
1: There's there's an emotional so to get people to share something, uh, you know, like we did, um, getting someone to share something is basically there. there's a psychological persuasive thing going on. And, and so your content, I love what you just said, Nicole. If your content is getting clicks, that's more important to me than shares mm-hmm. sometimes because that means they're very vested in the information. Maybe they don't want to share that. Maybe they said this is my little secret. That's cool. Getting so you gotta have strategic. You have to have strategic placements for what you want to get shared. Uh, you know, it's sushi. It's like I do know my goals and intent with every post. Mm-hmm. Do I reach my goals all the time? No, but probably about eighty percent of the time. But I know when I put something out there that I'm like, this is going. My goal is to get this shared. And psychologically, shareable content. And they've done a massive amount of studies on this. It's it's all about the ego. It's getting people to basically. Uh, encapsulate their ego within sharing your post. Mm-hmm. Um, even better is if they steal your your, your content. Uh, a lot of times that that ticks people off. Um, but if you have content that's branded and it's getting stolen and not shared, but actually re uh, redone as uh, kind of stolen original content, who cares? As long as your branding is on there. But uh, yeah, I love what you just said about that because that's it's so true.
0: Well, and so here's another kind of like interlay to that, that I want everyone to remember. So I think sometimes we look at our page and we're like, we're creating this content. I only have one like on it. You know, is it even really getting anywhere? Um, so with my content that I push out there, a lot of it's informational. A lot of it is, you know, very informative. I know that doctors that are following me that have friends and family on their personal page, they're not going to share it, right? Like, how to, you know, use Twitter for your chiropractic clinic? They're not going to show that to their personal feed. Some will in groups, but here's my point: is I had somebody reach out to me once and ask me a question, and um, I kind of started, you know, a back and forth. I started a relationship. I started talking with this person. I didn't just respond. I actually, you know, and started a conversation, and they ended up with oh yeah they said our professor actually as part of one of our projects at life west they have us go to your website and we have to go through and find three different blogs and like do a write-up on them and i was like what i said wait hold on say that again and i asked him who the professor was you know i had never heard of the professor tried to search for the professor on facebook i couldn't find them um but anyways i you know i just thought that that was phenomenal and i was like you never know who's on the other end of that content and who's <laughs> actually checking your information out. And sometimes you'd be really surprised to figure out that there are people that are really into what you're putting out there. And just because that like, or that comment there, you know, isn't there, doesn't mean that it's not good. So that kind of privied off of, you know, what we were talking about with the comment baiting and whatnot, but definitely the most important thing, the name of the game in 2018 is going to be like, cool, relevant, informative, educating, you know, content that you can push out there to really thrive
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what are you looking forward to? Uh, there were some people actually that said, um, they wanted to, um, did anyone ask for us to, to tear down?
0: Dr. Ryan bones dead.
1: Oh, We'll save that for a special time, special episode.
0: I'll give you, so this is my biggest thing that I would say that I saw on a lot that I saw on yours, Dr. Bones. I took a second to look at your website. Um, have your social media links open up in a new web page. and correct me if I'm wrong on this, I might be wrong on this, but especially when they're at the very top of your website, if somebody goes to your website and they're like, oh, I'm going to check them out on Facebook, it's going to make them leave your website immediately to go to Facebook. Is that correct? If it opens up in a new web page, does it still count you as still being on the web page? So it's not a bounce no,
1: rate. it's going to count. It's going to affect the bounce rate of the website, which affects the, the bounce rating, um, which affects your rankings. Um, so uh, that's a that's a really good insight uh, because if you're if you're concerned about there can be false false positives when it comes to bounce rate, and that's mm-hmm. that's a great example of one, uh, meaning that. I had a website that had for a, a client I was helping that had a very, very high bounce rate, but that was our goal kind of because we were just saying, here's the landing spot. Mm-hmm. But here's really where we wanted to take you was to our Yelp page with over 124 and five-star reviews. Right. Um, so we were leveraging that at the time. But uh, so, you know, if if a lot of people, I don't think because of how small and and the UI on that, that there's going to be a ton of people that are like, as soon as I get there, I'm going to go check out his Facebook page. I just don't see that being that dramatic of effect.
0: I don't, but here's what I will say. Like when I go to search, um, I will check out their social links. You know, that's what I do of any local business. Um, pretty much I'm going to see who their specials are, where they are, if any of my friends go there. And I don't know, you know, if for me specific, if this is privy to healthcare, as much as it is like restaurants and things in that nature, but you just, for you don't want to take people off of your website unless your goals, like what Tristan was talking about. So it's just an easy tweak. I would check that. And you know, as I was going through reviews, I definitely put that, you know, on one of my tweaks is make sure your social links, all of them, open up in new pages. And it's kind of the same thing as your, you know writing blogs. Um it's just that extra check when you're going to add a link anywhere, but I think it's a good measure to always have something open up in a new page because once you've taken them away from it, for some people, you know, they're never going to go back, and they might not anyways, but.
1: Yeah. Um, Bones has got a really dope website. I mean, the, the branding on point, um, it's simple. I would just love to see uh, a tweakage in social proof and um, having some more, uh, you know, like the testimonials is, is the only thing that I would say is kind of lame on it. And, and I'm cool with saying that cause he's my buddy and my partner. So, um, it's cool, friends. <laughs> it, it's like, he's got this really sharp Corvette of a website and then he's got the cookie cutter testimonial slider thing going on. And, um, I would, he's now got a year in over a year in, and he's got the Facebook reviews, the Yelp reviews, and it's time to leverage those on your, on your page. So that, that would be my two cents. But otherwise, Website's pretty amazing. Uh, good job to uh, the uh, site by my site marketing up there in uh
0: Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was a very clean, sharp, it was quick. Um, I like that it was animated. I think that shows that it's new and relevant. Um, the one thing I guess that I was gonna add in, the only other thing I saw on it was your blogs. Dr. Bones. you gotta get right in. No, so I think it's great that you have blogs and you're doing blogs. Um, but I would definitely try to keep things at least somewhat updated. I know it's hard to keep on a consistent schedule. You know, we talked about was it six a week, right? Six times a week. So maybe you'll do it once. Um, but your last blog, we're gonna we're gonna call you out because you told us that's what you told me to do was be hard on you. Um, your last blog was in 2016. So we got to get you an updated blog. I, w- I would try to fall at bare minimum of once a month, um, but definitely once a week is a good, strong strategy. And that also plays into your Google SEO and also gives you content to share to your social media and drives people back to your website. There's just 101 million reasons why blogging is good for your local business and your website.
1: Yeah, I was I was talking to Andrew Chen. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we we're talking about you know, getting that to develop the habit. And one of the things he does, and I'm going to start doing is he, uh, Andrew Chen puts, uh, puts a, a calendar reminder each Sunday for two hours. Uh, it forced him to stare at a blank text pocket and put something down. So yep. you know, uh, he uses the Sundays for writing. And, uh, you know, writing is, is, and he says it too, you know, writing is one of the most scalable things uh, from a professional networking activity that you can do. You know, you you can stay at home and do it. You don't have to go to events. You don't have to go Mm -hmm. to screenings. You don't have to go to conferences. Writing is is just such a a passive way to network. So, um, uh, yeah, Uh, Nicole, I agree with you. Dr. Bones, President of Bones. (laughs) He also owes me a couple blog articles for Cairo Sushi that I've been waiting for.
0: All right, Dr. Bones, you're on it. Christmas is going to be fun at the Bones household. (laughs) Um no but overall other than that your website was really really sharp you have your services you have your contact your social links it's clean um you do have testimonials even though i, I would agree that no, you don't so want to
1: you see GoBeyondBones.com is the website right? if they're if they're listening on the podcast or they're live with Go beyond bones.com. Everyone just tell Ryan how much you hate his website.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would say now you probably do since you did your website, you or since you've done your website, you do probably have a ton of testimonials now that you could add into that arsenal, things that have happened in the last year and stories that you could share. And that's the other big thing, you know, to close kind of the year out that I've learned more about and I'm diving more into is everything's a story. Everything's storytelling. And now that I'm in marketing, you know, I'm watching commercials differently. I'm looking at advertisements completely differently. But you look at anything and it's all about the story that they're telling. It could be the product story, the person's story, the patient's story. And I think many times if you can highlight the patient as the hero of your story and your marketing and in your branding and your communication. I think you're really going to win with those types of strategies on social media.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. You nailed it. Um, you. And uh, so then I would highly recommend you guys read Donald Miller's new book story brand, uh, to echo on that. And, um,
0: Do you so, listen to his podcast?
1: No, I don't, you know, I don't listen to podcasts. I, I, yeah. I, I'm not a
0: podcast guy
1: I, re, I'm a, I read you know that I love
0: Donald Miller I love him I listen to this podcast religiously
1: yeah um we're we're actually we're gonna a samurai workshop having him and, and uh, Tom Bithal so something I'm sneaking out there for the public but um, I tag me in
0: that one, don't forget. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: The, the, that's the one that's tagalicious. Um, yes.
0: Tagalicious we, on me. <laughs> we're going to go
1: live next week. Why don't we tell the audience who's listening now and who's listening later, join us live next week, same time. And mm-hmm. if you have your website, you want me to look at your website, you want Nicole, to look at your social media site, get those ready for us or tag us or comment to us below. Uh, that we can take a look at, and we'll do a, kind of an "Ask Us Anything" uh, and get us set up for uh, the new year. So all your questions answered before the new year next week. How do you? I'm so
0: excited.
1: Cool. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go rock with Cairo, Blooms, Pam, uh, Jarbo. So uh,
0: but, Oh, I'm jealous. I'm very um, jealous. She's amazing. Tell her I said hello.
1: I will. All right, guys. Peace out.
0: Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas okay so that is it everybody i hope you enjoyed this episode of kaira social tech raw we will be bringing you a new podcast every single week so make sure you hit the subscribe button if you like the information that you are getting we'd love for you to leave us a review you can connect with both Tristan or myself on social media facebook preference any of the handles so you will be able to find us at cairo sushi and cairo social tech we also want to encourage you to check out the show notes all of the apps all of the tools anything mentioned we will link to in those show notes until next week. Have a fabulous rest of your day.